This is Pastor D.R.E. on the M.I.C. And this is Day 41. Hello, world! Come take this journey with me. Let's go. Good day, good day. This is Pastor D.R.E. on the M.I.C. And welcome to Day 41. Hope that you had a good week on this week. Man, I've got to be honest with you. I'm having a blast this week. God has really been good on this week. He's good all the time, but he's sure enough been showing out this week. Have you ever just had a week where it seemed like everything was working out in your favor? Have you ever had a day where it seemed like even when the enemy came at you with some nonsense, God immediately showed you that you have the victory. That's been my kind of day. That's been my kind of week. And to God be the glory, he's doing it in my life. If he did it for me, guess what? He will do it for you. I just want to tell you right now, oh boy, I'm feeling it already. If he did it for me, he will do it for you. Uh, listen, I want to start off the show like this. I want to give you something positive to think about. I want to put something positive in your ear. You know, I'm sure you, if you just listen to the news long enough or listen to your family or whoever it may be, you can find a lot of negative things to dwell on or to think about. And, and quite honestly, it's my job to make sure you have something positive to think on. Okay. So this is coming from the Good News Network good news network and it involves two people uh one was in prison and one was a pen pal and so let me just give you some of the story uh it says a gentleman by the name of lamar johnson uh was serving time in prison because he was convicted of a murder he didn't commit so apparently what happened back in 1994 uh, this gentleman, Lamar Johnson, was uh, found guilty of committing murder. And not just anybody, but he was found guilty of murdering his best friend. Wow. Murdering his best friend. Here's the tricky part, though, or the, or the crazy part, though. When he was, he was found guilty, it was told or it was said that he had an alibi. And his alibi was he was with his girlfriend. Well, they didn't believe him. And so, long story short, he ended up going to prison. Now, I can only imagine what he's feeling, what he's going through, because now he has to sit there in prison dealing with a, a crime he did not commit. So, one day he reaches out to a church. Uh, the the uh, church name is actually Mary Mother uh church mary mother of the church in st louis county i believe that's the name of it. forgive me if i messed it up but he wrote a letter to anybody who would open it and so it just so happened that this young lady by the name of jenny shrappen jenny shrappen 
she actually opened the letter and uh, was blown away by you know his his words his letter and so they they developed a a a, a relationship you know a pen pal relationship and so not only did she keep in touch with him and write him letters but you know he kept saying he was innocent and for some reason this woman believed him and so when he would go to court have court hearings she would be right there now this is imagine this now this is someone that he doesn't know and she doesn't know him but yet they are connected isn't it amazing how god will put you in the in the mind of somebody or put somebody in your life that will help you get through the tough times well and so what ends up happening is uh, a couple of people actually confessed to the murder uh, of his best friend and you would have thought he would have been able to get you know he would have been freed at that moment well it didn't happen he actually ended up having to um have an adv- an advocacy uh program help him and uh, they fought for years and years for his release even after it was proven or people came up and confessed that they did the murder uh and so long story short it was 28 years he served 28 years and when he got freed the first thing he wanted to do was meet this woman that uh was his pen pal and actually believed what he said and so this was not their first time meeting but this was their first time actually being able to be together and so uh, they asked him, how does he feel? You know, that's always a question that many people ask people who have been wrongly convicted and had their life taken. He says he owes no, he holds no ill will. And uh, the, the good thing about it is um, they did start a GoFundMe for him. And as the, at the time of this writing or this article, which was May 1st, it, they had raised over $600,000. $600,000. For him to start his life over you know but it, it just it just shows you um how things work out and so i just want to encourage somebody you you may not be uh you may have had people walk off from you but there will always be an angel in your corner god will send somebody there in your toughest times to help you go through what you have to go through here's what i like about the story and i must I must talk about this just for a split second. It may not mean much to anybody else, but it means a lot to me. The gentleman that was in jail was a black man. The pen pal, the woman that stood by his side was a white woman. And so I only bring that up because if you listen to the world, everybody says that, you know, the racial tension is just too much and we can't get along and and all everything else with all the prejudices and 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 uh just everything that's going on in the world with when it comes to race it's good to see that you know the heart the love came through even though the color was different i'm just saying what a great story but listen we got to get ready for the word and you know what we do before we get into the word you know what we do that is our confessions i'll be right back with you okay Stay tuned. I believe that God's word is true. 
It is the final authority in my life. Therefore, everything that God has said concerning me shall come to pass. Now say this with me. Say, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above only and never beneath. I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. I am loved by God. I am loved by God. Come on. I am loved by God. I can have what God says I can have. Resources find me. Prosperity finds me. I have favor with people in authority and of influence. My best days and my blessed days are on the way. I believe God. I believe God. Come on. I believe God. Now shout out to God like you know you believe. I got a question for you. Are you ready for the word? I said, are you ready for the word? All right, let's go. Said I never, never would have made it. Oh, I never would have made it. Oh, that's my jam. That's my jam, man. Oh, goodness. You Listen, you ought to hear my daddy sing that song. Oh, he just he just does something to me. But that song is so powerful to me and so impactful to me because, man, that is truly my testimony that I would have never made it if it had not been for the Lord. Think about everybody that has kind of failed you or left you alone in the time of need. And I'm sure most of us have the testimony, or in fact, all of us have the testimony that God, despite everybody else leaving, despite the the, the church not being there for you sometimes, despite family not being there for you, or, or friends, God has never left you. Oh, never would have made it without you. Anyway, let's get into the word, okay? Um, I want to talk to you on today or, or yeah, just talk with you on today about stepping out. I want to talk to you about stepping out. This is the moment that you need to step out on faith and say, God, whatever you have for me, it is for me. This is the moment where you need to, to take away all the fear or, or, or cancel out fear in your life and really just say, God, whatever you have for me is for me. I'm not going to allow anything in my life uh, to hold me down any longer. Not any past traumas, uh, not what people have said about me, not my own fears, not my own concerns, not the lack of resources, nothing. I'm going to trust you completely and totally. I'm going to put my faith in you that you're not a man that you should lie, neither the son of man that you should repent. If you said it about me, it's going to come to pass. Many of us, we've been praying for, 
for healing and we've been praying for deliverance and we've been praying that God do some things and God is saying, I want to do it for you, but I need you to step out on faith with this thing. I need you to 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 come up in your faith and and what do i mean by come up what i mean is i need you to consistently believe that i can do what you're asking me to do it's time out that we we keep staying in a place that god has only meant for us to be there temporary let me let me let me say that again it's time for us to stop staying in a place that was only meant for us to be there temporarily a lot of times we hold up our own miracle or our own breakthrough because we get comfortable in the place that we're at, at the level we're at. And so we're asking God to do the, to do the miraculous, but we won't step out on faith for him to do it. We won't move from our comfortable position or what we deem to be comfortable. Because let's be honest about this thing. A lot of times the place that we're in is not very comfortable right a, a lot of times the place that we're in is is it's not comfortable as a matter of fact it, it tends to hurt us and but because we're familiar with it we stay in that place and and so we never get to where uh god was trying to take us how many times have you altered the plan of god in your life because you refuse to walk by faith i want you to think about this thing now how many times have you altered the plan of God in your life because you refuse to walk by faith? You refuse to step out on faith. And so you change the, 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 the word that God has given you or the plan that God has given you because you, you, have, been, you have been a person of little faith. I want to tell you on today that God does not applaud little faith, but he applauds and requires great faith. Let me say that again. He applauds and requires great faith. You know, a lot of times we say, you know, if you have the faith as a mustard seed, well, the key word is as, as, not uh, uh or the size of the of a mustard seed, but it says have faith as a mustard seed. And, and I understand that there are some versions of the Bible now that will say the size of a mustard seed, but you, you must understand it is actually talking about having faith as or like a mustard seed, because when you really look at a mustard seed, it is very, very, very small. It is very small, but the, 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 uh, harvest that is in that one small mustard seed is great. Well, the same thing with us, the same thing applies with us. We can be small in stature. We can be small to, uh, to everybody else, but our faith is big. Our faith explodes with with all kinds of things. Our faith carries us uh, from, to, from one level to the next level. Our, our, our stature might be small. We may not have a great name right now, but our faith in God takes us to levels that, that uh, you know, the Bible says, I have chosen the foolish things to confound the wise. And might I add, he has chosen the foolish people to confound the wise. He, he will use that person that dares to believe 
that dares to believe him to, to do great things. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to bring you to an expected end. To an expected end. So first of all, I want you to understand that he, he has thoughts of peace, not of evil. He, he wants to bring... Uh, uh, bring you to an expected end. He wants to bring you to the end that he had for you when he created you. And listen, everything that God creates is good. God never created you to fail. He never created you to fail. So I want you to look at your current situation, wherever you are right now, whether you're at the very bottom or you might be right above the poverty line, wherever you are right now in your life, if God says, I, I, I know the plans I have towards you and I have thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring you to an expected end, you got to look at your life and says and say, is this my expected end? Or is this where God is this the best that God has for me? And if and if we be honest, if we can really put that in uh, in context, then we will understand that where we are right now is just only supposed to be temporary. Where we are right now is just a stepping stone. It's time for you to step out. It's time for you to step out. It's time for you to believe God. How much longer are you going to stay on your knees saying, Lord, do this, Lord, do that, Lord, do this, and, and not pursue the things uh, that you have asked God for? You need to just tell yourself right now, step out. Step out. We're not going to stay here anymore. Sometimes I got to speak to myself and I got to look myself in the mirror and say, we're not staying here any longer. We are going to be what God said we're going to be. He's already given us the authority. He has already given us like he did with David. When David asked the question after he had lost everything, uh, the Philistines, I believe, took everything. And he said, shall I pursue? The Lord said, pursue. So we, so, so the same way he said to David, he has said to us, we have asked God, shall we do this thing? Is this thing for us? And he has given us his blessing. He has given us permission to pursue it. It's time for us to pursue. It's time for us to move. Yes, it is. It's time for us to move. I want you to look in 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 2 through 9. 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 2 through 9. And it says, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Okay, this is the prophet Elijah. It says, leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the Kareth Ravine, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kareth Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and meat in, and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. Sometime later, the brook dried up. This is very key. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon 
and stay there. I have directed, I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. I bring this up because I want you to notice that God told Elijah to go to the Kareth ravine. And while he was there, ravens was going to feed him. They was going to bring him bread and meat. Okay. So here we see that God is supplying his need. God is making a way out of no way. God is, is, is taking care of the one who is serving him. We understand that. But then also look, it says sometime later, the brook dried up in verse seven. Sometime later, the brook dried up. Okay. So here's here's my thought or here's here's what i'm trying to get to you sometimes god would tell you to do something or go somewhere but that does not mean forever oh god sometimes god will lead us into a place and have us in a place for a particular season and, and so if we don't move, then then our brook will dry up. Are you following me? See, sometimes the reason why we're, we're feeling pain in our lives right now or things are going haywire in our life is because God is no longer at the brook, but he has made uh, he has made uh, a way somewhere else. He, he has given you favor somewhere else. So it says he told Elijah to go at once to Zarephath. Why? Because the brook has dried up. Are you sitting beside a dried up brook? Yes. Think about this for a minute. Are you sitting at a dried up brook and you're saying to yourself, Lord, you told me to go here. Lord, you told me to do this. I know you told me to do this. Yes, he told you to do that for that season but have you have you started to feel the pain have you started to feel things that you normally wouldn't feel because you're in a place that god has left oh god oh god i hope this is helping somebody are you in a place are you feeling the 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 agony the anguish the 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 hardships because you're in a place that god has left and so you're saying, Lord, where are you? And God is saying, I'm over here in Zarephath or I'm over in the place that I told you to go. I have left that place. I'm over here now. And so sometimes, see, this is why it's important that we that we constantly uh, hear the word from God. It, it is it is imperative that we constantly keep in contact and a relationship with God. Because when you stop serving God or stop listening to God, stop seeking his face, then you can miss vital instruction. Yes, yes. You can miss vital instruction that will sustain you in the next half of your life. Or, or shall I not even say sustain, but take you to your blessed place in the next half of your life. Be careful that you don't uh, tune God out just because you got one word from him and you got comfortable at the brook or comfortable in the situation or the place that he had you at currently. Uh-huh. Uh, Psalms 37, 23 
through 25. Psalms 37, 23 through 25. It's time for us to step out. Oh, God, God is doing something in this season and he needs someone who 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 shall obey. Oh, see, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that are supposed to be blessed right now, that are supposed to be further along in life right now, that are supposed to be healed, that's supposed to be delivered. They're supposed to be in their blessed place, but they have not gotten there yet because they have refused or or, or yes, refused to move or they have not heard the word of God, they cut them off because they got comfortable where they were. Psalms 37, 23 and 25, it says the steps of a good and righteous man. This is coming from the Amplified, the Amplified. The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord, and he delights in his way and blesses his path. When he falls, he will not be hurled down because the Lord is the one who holds him in his hand and sustains him. I have seen I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous, those in right standing with God, abandoned or his descendants pleading for bread. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You can rest assured that no matter where God leads you, he will take care of you. I just want you to say to yourself, he will take care of me. Yes, yes. Just tell yourself, wherever God leads me, yes, he will take care of me. He won't let you uh, fall or he won't let you stumble, but he will uphold you. Yes, he will uphold you with his victorious hand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He will uphold you. Listen, it, it says the steps of a good and righteous man are directed by the Lord. Now listen, here's what I want you to understand. Notice in the scripture, it says when he falls or, uh, or another translation says when he stumbles, he will not be hurled down. So in order for me to stumble or in order for me to fall, that means that the path he is leading me on may not be smooth. Ah. Uh, Yes, it, it may not be to my liking. Uh-huh. Uh it, it you know the the GPS, God uh God may take me off-road a little bit, and it the rocks might be on the road, and it may not be a smooth path. It may have some hills and everything, but because God is directing my footsteps, he 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 is holding me with his hand. Because God is directing my footsteps, that means that even when I stumble or I trip a little bit because the, the path is not smooth, he's there to catch me. He's there to keep me uh, forward. He's there to keep me on my feet. He, he's, he's making sure that I don't fall off the road. I don't fall off the cliff, that I am going on the right path. I am staying on the right path and that I will get to my destination. Yes, I shall get to my destination. I, I don't know who I'm talking to on today, but you just need to tell yourself because you've had a hard time on this week, on this month, on this year. You thought you left some things back in 2022 and, and yet you still have been facing some things in your life. You just need to tell yourself, I shall get to my destination. Yes, 
Yes, I don't have to wonder if I'm going to make it. I don't have to wonder if I'm going to have enough strength. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, when I am weak, he is strong. I shall get to my destination. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it's time for us to step out. Yes, it's time for you to step out. Even when it doesn't look good, it's time for you to step out. Even when the winds are blowing, oh God, it's time for you to step out. I want you to understand that when Peter was going through what he was going through, when he was walking on the water, Matthew 14 and, and 24, when he was walking on the water, there was a storm that was on the water and, and the ship was being beaten that he and the disciples were in. It was Jesus that came there and said, be of good cheer for, for I am here with you. Now, I, I, I don't have time to go into to the backstory, but let me just give you a little bit of it. You need to understand that God directed them onto that path uh, on the ship because this is after the 5,000 have been fed, the 5,000 men plus women and children have been fed, and he told them to go to the other side and I will meet you there. And, and so while they're going to the other side, the storm arises and the disciples are scared and, and they're fearing for their life, wondering if they're going to make it to the other side. And so here it is that Jesus starts coming to them, walking on the water. And because they are going Going through the storm because there's so much going on around them because they are sure that they're going to perish when they see Jesus they think it's a, a ghost and after all who 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 has ever known a man to walk on water oh God little did they know huh that it, it was not a man but it was the Lord oh God it is the Lord and, and so and so they're walking, Jesus is walking on the water and said, don't worry. I'm paraphrasing now. He says, don't worry, I'm here. And so Peter says, well, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come out. And so uh, per his request, Jesus said, come on. And notice that Peter was walking on the water and he was doing fine until uh, he started looking at the waves. Oh, God. Oh, I, I hope somebody get this. He was doing fine until he started looking at the waves and looking at the storm. And, and so he began to sink. And so uh, uh, Jesus grabbed him. Now, I want you to understand a couple of things about this story. There's some things I want to point out because it's very important that we understand this. Understand, uh, like I said, that Jesus told them to go to the other side. OK, didn't we just say that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord? Uh-huh. Yeah, so it, their steps or their path was ordered by the Lord. So had they known uh, exactly who Jesus was, because I don't think they really understood just yet. Uh, had they known who he was, then th there's no need to worry. See, if you understand who God is or who Jesus is, then when he tells you to do something, you, you won't have a hard time doing it because you know who sent you. Yes, yes. I want you to understand another thing about this story is that Peter was not affected by the storm when he kept his eyes on Jesus. 
As a matter of fact, notice that the Bible did not say when Peter got out that when Peter got out there that he started uh, swaying back and forth and he had to press his way to to Jesus and 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 it was a hard fight and and no it didn't say any of that it simply said that he began to walk to Jesus now as he is walking to Jesus this the ship is still being beaten yes the ship is still being tossed but Peter because he had a word from the Lord hallelujah god because he had a word from the lord as he was walking he was doing just fine yes oh god when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the lord shall lift up a standard against him when when all the storm is going around you is is all around you it'll be like a force field that that you know you you'll be able to withstand the 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 onslaught of, of the enemy no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper i want you to understand this as well is that uh uh because of peter's faith oh i need somebody to really hear me on this one because of peter's faith to step out follow me to step out as jesus said not only did the storm cease in his life yes yes not only did the storm cease in his life but it also ceased in the disciples life that was on the boat oh can, can i can i take it a little deeper so so after peter had put his eyes uh on the storm and he began to sink we know he called out to Jesus. And so Jesus grabbed him. And so when they got to the boat, the storm ceased. Oh, see, see, oh, Lord, help me. So, so what am I trying to say? Sometimes all it takes is for one person to step out on faith. If, if if just one person can step out on faith, it can cause the storm to cease and everybody attached to you life. Oh God, if, if we can just get just a few people to step out on faith, it might stop the storm in your community. If we can get just one person to step out on faith, it might stop the storm in your family's life. If we can just get a few people, just, just a few faithful people that would dare to believe God and step out on faith, we might be able to change, change the world. We might be able to change the U.S. or wherever you are right now. You might be that person that changes the entire uh, uh land because you had the ability and you had the faith to step out oh because god loves people who steps out on faith i want to challenge you on today Woo, god help me ah Everybody's so cold. I don't mind it. I want you, I want to challenge you today to step out on faith. Now, 
everybody's calling is different. But whatever God has for you to do, do it. The desires that you have may be different from my desires. But if you have that desire, if God has actually given you that desire, do it. Step out. I don't know what you need on today. But God is waiting for you to believe him. God is waiting for you to trust him. And listen, me and you, we are in this thing together. I'm not only preaching to you, I'm preaching to myself. Because there are many things that God has promised me that I've been on the brink. And because I got fearful, because I would not step out of the boat, because I started looking at the storm, I missed it. What a shame it is that we stay in bondage too long when we could be free. God is waiting for you to step out on faith. Why not do it today? This is Pastor D.R.E. on the MIC. Listen, I want to ask you a question on today. And that question is, are you tired? Are you tired yet? Why do I ask that question? Because in my life, I have figured out that a lot of times people don't change until they're tired. I have figured out that that in order for you to change, you have to be tired. And it got to a point where I just said, Lord, I am tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of how my life is going. I'm tired of everything I've, had, I've been through. I'm, I'm tired of crying. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of being stressed out. I'm, I'm tired of feeling alone. I'm just tired. I'm, I'm tired of just everything you know it, it's it's something when you really get tired it's something when you feel like you have no hope and many times many times when people get tired that's when they get suicidal that's when they say I just don't want to live anymore well, before you make that decision, I want you to give Jesus a try. Yes, I want you to give Jesus a try. Jesus will be there for you when nobody else will be. And I'm not telling you anything that I heard. I'm telling you what I know. See, I've been in the place that you're in. I've been suicidal. I've been depressed. I've been at a place where I didn't know what I was, was going to do. 
I've been betrayed. I've been a lot of things. I've, I've been hurt. I've, I've, I've witnessed a lot of things. I've seen a lot of things. I've been through a lot of things. Oh, but you know what kept me? It was one day when I was a teenager, really before I was a teenager, I gave my life to Christ. And little did I know how big of an impact it would have. Little did I know how vital that decision would be in my life. Because guess what? Even when I messed up, <laughs> he was there. In my lowest points, he was there. In everything that I went through, he was there. When I had to witness the death of my mother and I was, I, I was just distraught, God was there. And I will tell you, I was fortunate that I had people around me who told me about the Lord at a young age. And there may be someone listening to me right now that have never, they, you have never heard about God. You've never heard about salvation. But you're saying to yourself right now, I'm tired too. I can understand what you're talking about. I know it may sound a little crazy right now, but a little weird right now, but I, I, I want to meet this Jesus you're talking about. I don't, you know, listen, if you have to get by yourself right now, it's okay. But let this be a decision. How do I get saved? Well, it's simple. The only thing you have to do is to declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. That's what Romans 10, 9 and 10 says. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So listen, Salvation doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to roll on the floor. You don't have to pay any money. You don't have to pay a preacher. You don't have to do any of that. You don't even have to join a church, although I do suggest you join one so that you can learn more about him. But the only thing that you have to do is confess Jesus as your Savior. The only thing that it costs you is a decision. It's a decision from your heart. And so if you're ready to make this that decision right now, I'm going to lead you into a simple prayer. And it goes like this. Just say, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins. And I believe you rose from the dead. Today, I turn away from my sins and turn to you. I invite you to come into my heart and life. I trust you. And from this day forward, I am committed to you. I confess today, right now, 
you are my savior and my father amen amen if you said that prayer and you meant it from your heart right now right now you are saved i promise you it's the best decision you will ever make now listen this is very important i said you didn't have to join the church but i do suggest you do find a good faith-based church that can tell you about christ get into you into the word let god minister to you and by the way let me just leave you with this welcome to the family This is Pastor D.R.E. Listen, I want to give you a formal invitation, a formal invitation. Join me, join us, LLH Ministries on Facebook Live. This is where the word is being taught, is being preached, okay? We're small in stature, but great in faith. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m., Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. I hope to see you there. Well, another successful day, another successful week. Why is it successful? Because we reached the world with the word. Again, we reached the world with the word. Thank you so much for joining us on today. Hope that you got something out of the word on today. Hope that it encouraged you, made you look in the mirror. And I can honestly tell you, I can honestly tell you, that that word was just for those who listen to this podcast. I promise you, it was just for you. Listen, I want to leave you with this word of encouragement or something to, to ponder on, something to think about. This comes from Wealth Inc. It says, surround yourself with people who fight for you in rooms you aren't in. Let me say that one more time. Oh God, surround. this needs to be a scripture. Surround yourself with people who fight for you in rooms you aren't in right now in your life as i stated earlier god is wanting you to step out god is wanting you to do some things uh god is wanting to do some things in your life and so this is the perfect time the perfect time to surround yourself with people who fight for you in rooms you aren't in you don't need anybody who's only there when you got something. You don't need anybody in your life that's only there when you got a little shine. You know, they're trying to get some exposure too because, you know, it's on you. We call those people leeches. Blood suckers. You don't need any of those. For where God is trying to take you now, you need to surround yourself with people who are strong who has your best interests at heart, that understand that you're nothing to play with, that that understand that there's purpose in your life, that you're special. Now, am I saying that they have to kiss the ground that you walk on? No. But they need to understand that you are valuable. Don't give your time to anyone that doesn't know that you're valuable that there's something inside you, that there's greatness inside you. 
surround yourself with people who will fight for you in rooms that you aren't in if someone's talking about you you know you need to have that person that will go to bat for you why because they know you and they're not going to let anybody do harm to you with their mouth surround yourself with people who fight for you in rooms you aren't in listen when god begins to bless you don't you want to take the people who really love you ain't that right i know that's right anyway thank you for joining us hope that you have a good week on this week uh talk to god on today as as a a a, a man that i really like says talk to god on to on this week i'm sure he would love to hear from you but you all be good we love you peace out